Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you had a wonderful weekend and got to spend some time with friends and family. It's Monday, so you know what that means. It's time for a great trip report, and we're headed down to Tennessee today with listener Sherry talking about her trip down to Fort Wilderness. They camped is just a couple, and she has been going to Walt Disney World since November of 1971. This trip is from October of 2021. So this is the 50th anniversary trip for her. And hear about how she has these memories over 50 years of visiting Walt Disney World and how excited she was to get back to celebrate 50 years of her favorite place. Of course, we talk about all the exciting things you can do at Fort Wilderness. We dive into days in all four of the theme parks, great meals at places like Liberty Tree Tavern, Flame Tree Barbecue. You're going to have a fun, uh, fun time today on today's show, so be ready to take a virtual trip to your favorite place. As always, today's show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan the best ever Disney vacation at the lowest cost possible. Just swing by the magicforless.com today, fill out that free, no obligation quote form, and an agent will get back to you right away, and we'll be planning that awesome Disney vacation right then. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. If you could just click through beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And also a sincere thank you to our patrons who allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to support the show, we'd love to have you. Come on over patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2072 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a wonderful weekend with friends and family. Found all those Easter eggs. And I hope that right now, as you're listening to the Be Our Guest podcast, you are munching on that second ear on the chocolate bunny that the Easter bunny left you yesterday. You know, because the first year goes immediately, right? I mean, you got to go right after that first year and just say, okay, time to go to church or wherever you got to go to the in-laws, to your parents, whatever. Second year is definitely made for Mondays. And if you got to take a tail today, I'm not going to yell at you. If you eat the whole thing, that's on you. But we're going to have a great Monday. We're going to talk Disney and we're headed out to Central Tennessee today where the tornadoes hopefully will avoid us, but the severe weather is rumbling. It passed by here in the Be Our Guest podcast studios earlier today, so we're in between. Listener Sherry's joining us today. Uh, Sherry, how you doing? Doing really well. How about you, Mike? I'm doing wonderful. Glad to talk to my friends in Tennessee. We got a lot of listeners down your way. You guys are like big Disney fans down in Tennessee. Oh, I don't yes. know. Vol Nation, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and plus, it's, it's a drivable distance. That's not too bad. That's true. That's true. All right. So today we're going to dive into a, a trip report, which I'm super excited about because we're going to talk camping, Fort Wilderness, and of course, you know, times in the parks, meals, stuff like that. 
But before we do that, give me some of your background on why you're such a Disney fan. I love hearing people's backstories. That's one of my favorite things. Uh, well, mine started as a kid. My parents would take me to the movie theater to see any of the uh, Disney movies that were released out. And we watched Wonderful World of Disney every Sunday night on TV. And then uh, my parents took me to Walt Disney World for my first trip in Thanksgiving week of opening year, 1971. So I've been going ever since. I am a Disney nut, love all things Disney, Disney cartoons, Disney movies, and definitely Disney World. I love that. So you were there in 71 as we celebrate yep. 50 years of the parks this year, you know, celebrated back in October, the, the celebration started. What, what are some of your memories that you remember of things that have come and gone, you know, things that you lament that you wish you could still experience? Uh, uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade at night, that is the one thing I miss the most. I was so upset to hear that it was coming back to Disneyland and not Disney World. <laughs> But I would love to see that again. I absolutely love that. I'm 100% with you, and I can't tell you how excited I am. July 4th, I will be in Disneyland yes, for the 4th of July for the very first time, and I'm going to see the Main Street Electrical Parade. And I'm I don't know jealous. I, I don't know if you saw it, but how about those? Did you see the popcorn buckets and little sippers yes. that they're? Oh, <laughs> I'm not even into that stuff, and I got excited. Like I need that. <laughs> I feel like you'll have to get them. I know, like, but I'm not waiting in line seven hours. I'm not doing that, but I'm super excited just for that. But I mean, it's that is so cool because you've literally kind of grown up with the parks and with the Disney company. Is there besides the the parade though? Is there like a favorite all time attraction that you have or a show? Like, is there something that's real besides the parade, like near and dear uh, to your heart? My all time favorite uh, attraction that I like to go on is of course Haunted Mansion and Space Mountain. Those are my two favorite. But I also, uh, I remember going to Epcot when it first opened, and I absolutely loved, like, the educational part of Epcot, and I miss some of that nowadays. It's more leaning towards the movie part instead of the education. I love, like, going to uh, Body Wars. That was fun. <laughs> oh, man. I did that once, and it made me so sick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, as the older I the older I get, the worse it's getting. I have to say that. I don't know if I'd survive body wars now. Uh, I barely survive star tours. No, same, same. And in, in, in Space Mountain, still, I still say it's my favorite attraction. But the attraction doesn't love me back anymore. Like I love it, but it doesn't love me. I get off and I'm like, this this ride hates me. Like it's trying to kill me every time. You know, it's just I can't get out of the rocket. It's just it's it's terrible. So well, that's that's awesome. I love that you have this history. So let's hop in and talk about your trip. You guys went down last October, so right around Halloween-ish time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anytime after the fourth of July could be Halloween at Walt Disney World. But this was October, so it was actual real Halloween for regular people. So uh, tell us about why you guys pick Fort Wilderness. Cause you know, mo like my wife, it's gotta have a food court, you know, can't, can't do Fort Wilderness. That's her rule. I want to, I want to stay in a cabin. I mean, the cabin's almost, <laughs> you know, they're nice, but uh, it's her rule, happy wife, happy life. So tell me about why you pick Fort Wilderness and how this trip came together. Well, um, as I said, we used to tent camp uh, for many years there and we've always talked about getting a camper and we finally decided to pull the trigger on it in January of last year. And we bought a little small, uh, called a couple's camper. It has nothing more than just a small kitchenette, bathroom and a uh, couch and bed. And I told my husband, if we got a camper, my deal was we had to go to Disney at least once a year with it. <laughs> nice. Good call. 
<laughs> so he uh, surprised me. He was like, okay, we're going to get the camper and I've already booked you for a trip in October because he said I, he knew I would want to be there for the 50th anniversary. And we decided we did not want to do be there on October 1st. Definitely not for that. But uh, we came in the week and a half later and thoroughly enjoyed all the festivities. So smart. smart. It was it was a nut house on the first. I was there. It was if you want to ride rides, it was unbelievably easy. Uh, it was just buying stuff and I'm cheap. So it was fine for me, actually. Uh, paid to be cheap that day. So let me ask you. So you were there October 13th to the 21st. So you kind of avoided mm -hmm. like. All the super nerds were there and gone, like back home and telling their stories, you know, and they're like back, yeah, I did it, been there, done that. You guys kind of swooped in while it was still fresh. You could still smell the fresh paint on the castle and everything. But um, so I've always said, and I've seen this when I've gone down this time of year, like I've stayed at Fort, or sorry, Wilderness Lodge. And I like mm -hmm. to run and I, back before they took out my beloved path between the two, when they were yeah. building reflections, I used to run over to Fort Wilderness and I'd run the loops. And it, it just, it's so communal over there with the decorations. And with this being around Halloween, did you really see that that time? Because it was oh, a week, week before Halloween. Yes, it was absolutely amazing. We loved all the decorations. We brought ourselves, we brought some lights to light up the area around our campsite. We had two inflatables that we blew up, but it looked like we were, you know, just didn't have anything up compared to our neighbors around us. We had one neighbor, um, I wish I could show you the pictures. He had over a hundred stormtroopers around oh, his uh, campsite. They ranged from like maybe two feet tall to like life-size tall. And he had one huge Darth Vader right in the middle of all of them. It was amazing. Sometimes I, I wonder like, what do these people's real house look like? But then it's probably nothing because they're like, honey, you can't do this at home, but when we go to Fort Wilderness, have at it. Like you can go gaudy and, and crazy, but it is fun. We've actually taken, uh, we did a big thing with the running team. We rented out a couple of those horse-drawn carriages that hold like 30 people and went through and we, we saw all kinds of decorates. And you, the word you mentioned, like your neighbor. And I mean, can you, can you testify to that? Like you, instead of like, you know, the when I'm at Pop Century, the person next door is like, Oh, that person next door keeps flushing the toilet, you know, and you're calling the person next door to you, your neighbor. I mean, it seems so communal. It is. It really is. I mean, you go out and you talk. They're so friendly. They'll talk to you for as long as you want. Uh, we ask questions like, how did they uh, end up getting the reservations? Because we know it was hard just to be able to get one at that time in October. And we've been trying to get one in December. And the only thing we can get right now is like a tent site, which luckily our camper will fit on. But they did tell us that uh, the ones who have like the huge decorations that come every year, Disney kind of has a, a plan for them. It's like they yeah. have them where it's like, if you want to come, we'll have you come just for your decorations. <laughs> and these people go all out. I'd love to go there and see them at Christmas. So yes. that's our goal for this year, hopefully. Yeah, we that, that's what we did. We did the wagon at Christmas time. And it was, I mean, it was just, it was like, like taking a sleigh ride through a decorated Hallmark town. It was, but I mean, some mm -hmm. were beautiful and then lots were gaudy, but I appreciated everything. Like it was just so, it was like, it was so weird, you know? I don't know. I love it. And I just, now you got me so excited. I got to get back to Fort Wilderness this uh, holiday season, even Halloween. Okay. So let's talk about kind of the day by day of the trip. So you guys check in, 
I love this. You said you made up camp. Like I, I <laughs> when I get to Disney, I just slam. Actually, I'm like everybody freeze. Like I take pictures of the room for Pam Forrester, so she has them for the website. And then everybody throw all your junk in the room and make make it look messy. So how do you guys like when you you get there? I guess you detach the the trailer and pop everything up. How does that work when you're camping? How do you set up camp? That's more my husband's. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, uh, I just actually luckily, go like this with my magic band, boop, and I'm in. You know, that's it. <laughs> uh, luckily, with Disney, they have uh, what they call full hookup size, so they have everything from, of course, electric and water, and they also have sewer there. So I leave all that to my husband. Nice. To hook up. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you bring him. <laughs> that's, uh, that's why he comes. Uh, but then, of course, we did our decorations outside and put all of our our lawn furniture our chairs we have uh mats that we put on the ground so we don't you know drag in gravel or sand in florida into the camper but um that's really about it it's actually not that difficult it usually only takes us about an hour or so of course this time we actually decorated for halloween so that took us a little bit longer cool. but oh, not too bad okay so let's let's talk about going into the theme parks a bit so day one it looks like you're very much like me i like to do I don't always, but I try to. And theme park reservations have kind of screwed this up. Plus also meeting friends and trying to match up. But if I had my druthers, I would start at Magic Kingdom and I would always end at Magic Kingdom because that's kind of the that's the heart of Walt Disney World. So you guys started there. You're there yeah. for the 50th. So talk to us about like, ah, you're back home and you're ready for the celebration. It was amazing. I, I love just going around. I think we spent the first uh, hour just taking pictures of the 50th statues. I had, oh, there's one over there. There's one over there. My husband was kind of rolling his eyes like, okay, another picture of us, another statue. But it was neat to me. It, it meant something to me. And then being able to see the castle, uh, my daughter and I had gone in June. So we'd already seen the majority of the castle decorations then. But it was still amazing to see it with the 50th uh, emblem on it. That was pretty cool. And then, uh, of course, seeing uh, the Disney enchantment, so yeah, <laughs> the yeah. fireworks show. I have to say the first time I saw it, I'm more a happily ever after type we, girl, but yeah, same. by the third time we saw it, it, it had grown on me. I really loved it by then. I, but yeah, I, I'm right with you. I like if they asked me today, and I, I like Enchantment fine. Like I like Enchantment a lot better than I like Harmonious. I know a lot of people give me harder. Scott gives me Scott is a huge Harmonious fan. Like he is always telling me it's mm -hmm. great. It's great. And it's fine. It's just, I, my thing is I don't watch the movie, so I have no connection to the show. So that's, and that's my fault. That's nobody else's. But, and, and Enchantment is fine. But yeah, if you gave me, if they said, okay, you can have Happily Ever After, or you can have Enchantment, Happily Ever After every time. I don't know, because <laughs> yes. I think, it, I think what it is though, is like, I have memories associated with that. Just like I did with Wishes and Illuminations. Mm -hmm. And I don't have that with Enchantment because I haven't, it hasn't been here long enough. But, Maybe if it hangs around for five years, I don't know. But I've heard rumors that it might not. But who knows? It probably yeah. will. Who knows? It's pretty. I mean, it's pretty, and it's a it's an okay show. So now, how were the crowds though for you when you were down there? Because I mean, did the strategy work out that you kind of waited it out a couple weeks? It wasn't too crowded at all. Uh, we still had the masks indoors, but outdoors we didn't have to wear the masks. But uh, of course, during fireworks time, it was shoulder to shoulder. Uh, definitely crowded then, but uh, for the most part wait times were about 30 minutes or so for most rides unless you had like a really big one like rise or something like that but it wasn't too bad at all it was about normal october crowds fall break crowds so what we're used to can't argue with that all right second day you guys head over to animal kingdom so looks like you got a lot done over there so tell us about that day 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we really enjoyed Animal Kingdom, and I think I told you I made a mistake by not realizing what time Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. I can't say it today. The safari. The safari. Exactly. When you <laughs> can't say it, this is a po- podcaster trick. Just say the safari. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We missed the safaris by about five minutes. We didn't realize that uh, they would cut off so early. And uh, so I didn't pay attention to that, just like I didn't pay attention to the first night of what time the fireworks started. Yeah, it happens. It happens. All the, you know, those, the, the giraffes got to go to bed. They're like me. They go to bed at 830. Yeah. <laughs> but it was my, first, my husband's first time of uh, being in Pandora, and he enjoyed uh, the flight of passage ride and as many times as I've been since Pandora's opened, this was the first time I was actually there at night. I thought that was amazing. Bioluminescence, that was just uh, amazing to look at and just walk around. We had fun just doing that for about an hour before they shoot us out of the park. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs to see Pandora at night. If you see in the day, it's beautiful. But if you see it at night, it's stunning. Like, it's just, it. Po- I mean, it literally just pops out at you. It's it does. It's crazy because we've run through it a couple times for races and it's just like, you know, I'm super competitive, so I don't want to slow down, but it's like, oh, it's so neat. I want to take a picture. I, I, I never stop. I'm terrible. Now, a couple other things you mentioned, though, in there, you guys took advantage. Couldn't do the safari because you missed it, but you went through one of the trails, got to see a baby mm-hmm. gorilla. I mean, I think that's one of those things you don't yes. go to the animal kingdom to see the trails. But if you don't do it while you're there, it's kind of a missed opportunity. It is. We did all the trails and the Gorilla Falls Trail was one of our favorites. And we did get up close and personal where the mother with the baby came right up to the glass and kind of set the baby down. The baby was just kind of doing its thing. And um, the cast member was there, was talking to us, telling their names when his birth date was, which I can't remember right now. (laughs) And one of the younger males came over to the baby and started kind of like messing with it like older siblings would do and I guess the dad didn't want anything to do with that and he chased him off and the the cast member was talking about the behaviors the how the gorillas behave towards the young ones like that so it was kind of neat we had an educational experience there and that's exactly I love hearing that because those are the things that stick with you beyond because you're entertained by that it's fun to see the interaction Mm -hmm. of these animals up close because you don't get to see that every day but also the educational aspect you're going to want to be somebody who protects the environment for these critters in the wild and take care of them and that's that's kind of the you know what the goal of the animal kingdom park is i love seeing that they're still holding on to that and I'll, speaking of other things that i love flame tree barbecue i can almost smell it when i say that out loud you mentioned you had the barbecue mac and cheese never yeah. never had that but god that amazing. sounds good right now oh. it is amazing i love it that's my new favorite dish over there every time i go i have to have that I just want to say that out loud, just in case anybody's like on a run today. Sorry, but barbecue and you're from Tennessee. So I trust you. Anything barbecue. Yep. There you go. Barbecue mac and cheese. Get it next time you're over to Animal Kingdom. Okay. So day three, you guys smart, just chill out. You guys are camping. You got a camper. So talk to us about this day. Cause it's kind of, do you get the FOMO though, being in the parks or can you take a day off and not get the FOMO? It's like, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not missing anything. <laughs> I'm one of the ones that want to be at the park. (laughs) (laughs) My husband's the one that pulls me back. He's like, no, I got to have a rest day. But uh, we actually had uh, some friends of ours. Uh, She's actually a cast member there at Disney World. Uh, Her and her husband, her two-year-old, came over to visit with us and spent the day with us. And we took them around. Uh, We went over to the Tricircle D Ranch, got to look at all the horses. She wasn't quite old enough at that point to ride a pony, but one of the cast members took her over there and let her pet one of the ponies. Just seeing her reaction was priceless. We love that. Um, but then we, we just cooked out, stood, uh, stayed around our campsite 
until evening. And then uh, we had rented a golf cart for the weekend. We didn't rent it for the whole trip, but just the weekend. And we took everyone around and we toured all the loops and saw all the Halloween decorations. And uh, Eleni, that was a little girl's name, and she absolutely just loved it. Okay, so I got to ask you this again. Every person I've ever had on that's stayed at Fort Wilderness, the golf cart thing. Because I... Every I, again, I, I think I'm 12 sometimes because I've always wanted to have a golf cart. You know, I have a Jeep Wrangler and I take the doors off top down in the summer. And it's basically a golf cart that can go 90 miles an hour down the highway at this point. But like, what's the procedure for renting it? And then do you guys I mean, did you guys just kind of tool around, look at decorations? Just I mean, you kind of use it as just like a little fun aside attraction. I mean, is that just what you did? That's all we did. We didn't rent it, like I said, for the entire time because we're kind of cheap. No, uh, no, we're no, no. You're, you're speaking my language right now. I hear you. <laughs> so, but yeah, and it's like we learned that we could get anywhere we wanted to easily on the internal bus system. So we just had uh, the golf cart uh, for Saturday and Sunday, but they won't let you pick it up until I believe it was one o'clock and you have to have it back in by 11 o'clock. So we picked it up uh, Saturday at around one o'clock and then we turned it back in on Monday uh, right before we headed to Epcot. But, uh, yeah, we just tooled around the different loops, used it as a sightseeing thing. They don't want you driving your vehicle around through the loops on a, right. a routine basis. And uh, we didn't feel like walking <laughs> the no. entire time. No, it's bigger than it looks. I mean, it is. Because oh, yeah. I've run it, and I'm like, man. I Because like, I look, and I'm like, I've done like two and a half miles just going. You know, like, <laughs> okay, that's pretty big. And, I mean, so did you also, one of the things I love, because I like to eat a Trails End, or like, you know, back in the day, we always used to, mm -hmm. every couple of years, we'd go over to Hoop De Doo, Welcome Back, it's coming back this summer. Yeah, I'm so excited, because I was scared to death that wasn't going to come back. Um, did you see any, like, golf carts that were decorated? Like, I've seen, like, the, oh, I've yes. seen the Mater, that, I don't know if he's always down there, but I've seen that one, he looks so cool. Did you see any like that? We saw, they, they decorate their golf carts just like they decorate their campsites. We saw some that looked like purses for Halloween. They had skeletons all over the place. I mean, we felt bad because they tell you to do something to your golf cart so you know which one's yours. And we just got one little lanyard and hung it up at the top so we know it was ours. That'd be it looked me. so pathetic. That'd be me. I put like a magic band on it. Like, this is all I've got. I got like a pink magic band from when Mallory was six. <laughs> That's all we got. It's so sad. I mean, who knew? Okay, so you took another day off the next day. It looks like you guys uh, took, took had breakfast over a Whispering Canyon. Yeah. You guys are doing it right. I love this. So walk us through the second day off. What did you guys do that day? Well, uh, we went over to the Wilderness Lodge, and we did have the, the all-you-can-eat skillets oh, there so at good. Whispering Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the first time I've ever been to Wilderness Lodge. So we walked around, did a little sightseeing, and then we rode the boat, which I love the boat transportation, rode it to Magic Kingdom, got on the monorail, and then went over to the Contemporary, walked around there, did a little sightseeing. It was like homecoming for me, being able to see it after 50 years being there, because that's where we stayed when I first went nice. in 1971. And then uh, from there, we went to the Polynesian and had some poolside uh, drinks there with the, um, uh, <laughs> I can't think of the name of the bar there. but I can't the one right now, but that, <laughs> that, that, you must have had a good drink. No, just <laughs> I, no I know what you're talking I know the bar. I can picture it in my, uh, mm -hmm. my mind right there. The, uh, yeah, but let's just go. Everybody knows. Everybody's yelling at the, this is a good idea. This yes, is our, our show. Yeah. You just made our show interactive. Everybody's screaming at us right now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dull, a dull whip drink. I remember that. <laughs> there you go. 
So that's a great idea, though. I mean, you were right there where you could just hop a boat over and mm-hmm. do the monorail loop. I mean, great day off. And it looks like you guys you guys did boobash that night. Yes, we had boobash that night. So, And it was not crowded at all. It was hardly any line for anything. I think we waited about maybe 30 minutes for Seven Dwarfs. And that was it. The rest of them were basically walk-on. So we got to ride everything we wanted to ride. The only thing I could say is I didn't pay attention to the time, so we only got to see one of the cavalcades. I did miss that. I really, I'm, I'm a big fan of Mickey's Not So Scary, and I miss the stage show, and I miss the parade. Those were the two things that I really hated about Boobash that they didn't have. Okay, for, Chris, for, it was for, Chris, for Christmas this year, I'm getting you a Times Guide and a watch. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. <laughs> You're making me like, oh my gosh, you missed something else. No, no, that's so funny though. So you felt like though the boobash was well put together because again, it wasn't back to Mickey's not so scary. I hope that my my hope is that this year we get Mickey's very merry Christmas party, Mickey's you know uh, uh, not so scary Halloween parties come back. Just you know not. I know some people like the after hours events, but I think just go back to how it used to be. I, I say that about so much stuff. I know I sound like an old fart on all these things. The more I say it, the more I know I sound like that way. But it's, it was awesome. Like, it, there was just, I don't know. I'm not a late night person either. Some people are. I am for sure. <laughs> See, I just, I'm like, it's too late. I can't stay up till one anymore. I get up early. Oh, no. that was fun that night because we stayed there. We literally closed the park down to the point to where it was only us and one other family on the boat ride back. Nice. And they got off at the lodge. So we had the entire boat to ourselves from the Fort Wilderness Lodge over to the campgrounds. It was about one o'clock in the morning. That's that got to be fun. a little. That's got to be a little spooky too in October. A little chill in the air out there on, uh, yeah, out there on the water. Oh my gosh, that's, it was it was gorgeous. It was really <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so the next day you guys headed over to Epcot, and this was looks like you guys were uh, looking out to try to get on, uh, get in the virtual queue for Remy. How'd that yes, go? I, I got up early. Got in the virtual queue, didn't realize how fast I would be able to get into the virtual queue. So by the time we were able to leave our campsite, we had to turn the golf cart in for that morning and then ride the bus over to Epcot. And by the time we speed walked all the way back to Remy, we got there with just like a couple minutes left in our window to be able to <laughs> tap in. It's the uh, it's the unofficial run Disney event. Get there before you uh, blew your getting up at 7 a.m. to get your virtual queue spot. Yeah, totally. Event yeah, event. like we had one of the first times. I was like, oh, wow, we got to go. Yeah. Well, th- I have a feeling those might be back with uh, Guardians, but well, I, I have nothing official. Don't don't try to at me or anything or email. I don't know, but I'm just saying maybe for a few weeks, maybe for a couple months. I don't know. They got to figure something out. But, uh, I mean, because everything, as things come online, that's what they've been doing. I'm just trying to guess. I have no idea. Uh, so, what would you think of Remy's, though? Because you've done all these attractions over the years. New, it's, it's Obviously, it's a duplicate of uh, over in Paris. But what would you think? I loved it. Even my husband, who is, he is not a Disney fanatic by any means. He actually loved it. He thought it was well put together. And it was fun. And I think it would be great, of course, for any age. Uh, anyone could ride it from older ones to younger ones. It, it was really fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I got to do it for the for the third time, I think, this, uh, you know, when I was down for Spring Surprise a couple weeks ago. And this time, you know, the first time you don't know what's happening. So you're kind of taking and back then I had to have the mask on and I was wearing glasses mm-hmm. and I was, you know, yeah. you got on top of my glasses. I have those gigantic 3D glasses like I could barely see. I was just like, you know, fogged up. And then this time we didn't have to wear masks and the glasses seemed to work better. And the thing was, I, I was noticing I was thinking. 
I kind of was thinking about the more of the mechanics of the ride. Like the, the, the ride itself is a, it's a hoot. It's fun. I haven't really seen the movie, but it was just a fun ride. But I was trying to like, I was asking myself, like, is, is this a simulator ride? Because there's a lot of parts where it seems like you are in a simulator, you know, because it's a screen, it's simulated motion. But then there's a lot of places where you actually are moving around with real props. I think they did a super job. I would love to see like, you know, how it works from like a, you know, like a bird's eye point of view, because it's got to be some kind of a real big hybrid type uh, attraction, which and it, the, here's what I really appreciate about that attraction. Then we'll go on. It's just that it's something I think, like you, you said it, like everybody can ride. It doesn't have to make you go 90 miles an hour, flip you upside down seven times. I think a lot of times people think all these new attractions got to be so extreme, you know, like Guardians is going to be a pretty extreme attraction, I would guess, you know, or pretty over the top. This is just it's a really, really nice dark ride. But I mean, Disney's known for dark rides. So kudos to them for putting out a dark ride. Kind of next generation. Excited for it. So I'm glad we have that. And we needed something else in World Showcase, except for eating and drinking, which looks like you guys did the rest of the day. Yes. <laughs> That was the highlight, I think, for my husband. He uh, drank himself around <laughs> the world. Okay, it's why it's there. It's why it's there. So what, what was it? What was why. what was his favorite spot? Is is he there? Uh, uh, he's off in his office right now. He loves beer, so any place that they had beer, he absolutely loved. We actually found a spot in Japan that had um, it was something sunrise that I absolutely loved, and he got a beer there that was a Japanese beer, and he liked that. I couldn't tell you what the name of it was, but uh, I think he went back for seconds on that one. <laughs> Good stuff. Now, you guys also saw Harmonious. It says from Italy. So what did you think of Harmonious and compare Harmonious to Enchantment? What would you think of it? I loved Harmonious a lot more. I wish we had had a spot where we could have seen the center ring. We could see the side rings perfectly, the side projections, but not the. we couldn't see the middle of the center ring from where we were at, but it was gorgeous where we, we absolutely loved it. And even my husband, he liked it too. He enjoyed that one more than he did enchantment. Cool. That's what I like is that everybody's got their things. And I mean, I appreciate that. Like I just, I would like it more if I had to try, you know, if I, if I knew the movies more, which that's on me, I just, <laughs> I'm a sports sucker. Like I just can't ever drag myself. And once baseball season starts, I'm done 162 games. Like I can't, I gotta, I gotta watch guardians here. Like it's ticking. Time is ticking. I gotta watch yes. it next week. <laughs> Got to figure out about the tree and the rocket raccoon and all that stuff. And I am Groot and all that. So I got to learn all that stuff quick. Maybe it's not a bad thing. Like back in the day, I had to study for like calculus. And now I'm studying for, you know, a, a movie, a Marvel movie. I mean, woe is me, right? Yeah, everybody's like, you got a hard life. Exactly. Like poor Mike. Okay. So next day, it looks like day six already. You guys are over at Hollywood Studios. This was the day. Is this really the first day of Genie Plus at the parks? Yes. That was the first day Genie Plus went live. And of course I tried and everybody was uh, on their lock time for me. So they got all of the Rise of the Resistance, you know, virtual queues. So we weren't able to get that or the paid lightning lane at that point. They got all of those and my husband and I talked about it and we were like, nah, we'll, we'll just pass on getting Genie Plus for that day. But uh, the lines were outrageous that day. That was probably the most crowded day that we had in the parks. And uh, my husband wasn't up to standing in line for, I think at that point, Rise was over two hours long for the majority of the day. So we we're like, mm, no. So we just kind of uh, rode around everything else that we could without standing in huge long lines, but uh, didn't get Genie Plus that day, but did it the next day. Did it seem like uh, just being there on like such a historic day, which mm -hmm. I wish... 
I lament the old free fast pass, but that's just me. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, it was a historic day. Not saying it was a great day. It was a historic <laughs> day. Uh, let me clarify. Um, but was there kind of a buzz in the park or did you see a lot of frustration from fellow guests? Did you see, I mean, what was it? Cause I mean, I, I wasn't there obviously, but I wonder what it is like being there like the first day that everybody's trying to figure this all out, like in mass in the park. You saw a lot of people on their phones. <laughs> and, uh, we saw a lot of what I would assume would be bloggers talking on their phones, mm -hmm. especially around the galaxy's edge area over there near the rise entrance. There was a lot of people over there, everyone on their phones trying to get the Genie Plus to work and get their individual lightning lane to, to work properly. But uh, we didn't particularly talk to anyone to, to actually right. hear how they were doing. But yeah, it was definitely very crowded that day. You could tell there was something different about that day than the previous days. <laughs> That's crazy. That's so funny. Okay, so the last day you guys go to the Magic Kingdom, kind of mm -hmm. you're wrapping up the theme parks, but you did buy Genie Plus that day. Right. So day two of Genie Plus and, you know, still very, very fresh. How did that work out? And, and did you... I think that last day is always so important, right? Because that's going to either mm -hmm. leave a positive, you know, taste in your mouth or you're going to go yeah. home and like, you know, I wish I could have kind of thing. It worked out really well. I don't know if everyone's still over there in Hollywood studios that day. <laughs> that's a good idea. Everybody can stay over there. I'm going to the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> but we, we got a lightning lane for every single ride it, that we wanted to go on, except for Jungle Cruise. That was the only one that sold out that day. We was able to get Peter Pan and we were able to get, uh, where Space Mountain at that point was paid for, so we didn't pay for that. But um, we walked on that really easy. Their crowds were very, very low, but I don't know if that had to, anything to do with us being able to get all of the Genie Plus rides that we wanted, but uh, we had no issues whatsoever. It worked really well that day. That's good to hear. I mean, if you're paying the money, it should work, you know, because I mean, it's it's not cheap. I mean, it, it's a value proposition and you know, I mean, your your time is worth money. It is. and But, I mean, if you're going to pay the money, I just want it to work well for everybody. It's just the worst thing that can happen is you pay the money for the Genie Plus and it doesn't meet your expectations. Like, as long as it, it does what it says it will do, great. You know, that's fine. And I like that you can buy it or not. That's your option. So, that, you know. I, I'm just, I just wish it was all free. You know, I mean, I wish, I wish <laughs> gas wasn't $4 a gallon too. So, you know, I'm not going to get that either right now. Um overall though let me ask you this because you were there kind of mid mid to late october how was the weather because it can be really sketchy i mean you can have hurricanes at a time of year it can be super hot and humid sometimes you get a cooler snap was it how was it it was perfect it, absolutely perfect it never rained the entire time we were there it was some days it got like a little bit warmer than we'd like to see but most days it was mid to upper 80s uh, hardly any humidity the nights actually kind of got a little chilly a little bit but nothing too bad. It was really great. It's probably one of the best weather times I've actually been there. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's great when you're there kind of in the fall, like in, in October, November, to get a little chill in the air when it gets dark at Walt Disney World. That's a beautiful thing. It is. You're just so enough hot. to have a jacket on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're just like, oh, man, thank you, because it's always so oppressive. Now, that, that last <laughs> night, you guys had dinner at Liberty Tree Tavern. I think yes. a lot of people forget about this place, the Magic Kingdom. You'll probably walk past it five times during a vacation. But mm -hmm. We never talk about this restaurant other than Scott eats there all the time. He loves this place. So what did you guys think? We absolutely loved it. And of course, the dessert with the ooey gooey toffee oh. cake. Oh, so uh. good. So good. I had that a couple <laughs> years ago. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, love that. We actually ended up with two of them. 
yes, yes. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, that's, oh, man. It's, a, you can't go, I mean, if you're an American, come on now. It's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it, they just keep bringing you mac and cheese and turkey and stuff. I mean, come on. It reminded me a lot of uh, Garden Grill. Yes, the, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very good point. Yes, very, very true. Okay, so that's pretty much your days in the theme parks. And you had a few notes here at the end. Do you want to share with us, like, just just tips from this trip that you've learned or tips over the years that maybe will help uh, our listeners plan a better trip? You know, especially because I think a lot of folks don't have much knowledge on Fort Wilderness and in uh, this kind of a vacation. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we had uh, a premium site, uh, which meant that we had complete full hookup. And it was kind of a larger concrete pad which gave us more room. We have a very small, tiny camper. So we had a ton of room around our campsite. Those uh, premium sites are really made more for the big, huge RV type that come in, but uh, anyone can rent them out. The only one there at Fort Wilderness that does not have a complete full hookup like in the sewer is where the temp, the pop-up tents are right now. And those actually hold not only tents, but little small pop-up campers or little tiny uh, travel trailers like ours is. Uh, but all the rest of them have complete uh, full hookup with the sewer and you have Disney cables. So you're able to plug your uh, cable up to the TV and you're just like you're in a Disney resort hotel room. You can oh, cool. all the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that, that's so cool. Yeah, it's amazing. You feel like you're right there and you get to watch the, the regular Disney program and just like you were in uh, Pop Century. But uh, the different ones we did find by just touring around, uh, the ones that are, of course, the premium are the Meadows premium. The Meadows premium are the ones that's nearest the, the Meadows trading post and the swimming area. Those, of course, are the more expensive ones and they have a, a larger uh, concrete pl- uh, pad on them. So they're the bigger spaces. And the farther away you get from the Meadows Trading Post, uh, the sites become like a little bit more closer together. So if you just get what they call the full hookup site, which is like, the, I guess if you're going from the least expensive to the most expensive, it's the second tier. Uh, they're a little bit more closer together. So if you had a, a big, huge RV, you would have a, not very much room left over by the time you got your, <laughs> your RV in there. <laughs> but uh, there's still every, Every side at Fort Wilderness is just immaculate. They keep it completely clean. Uh, the shrubbery around there, the trees, foliage, it's just absolutely amazing. It's one of the best campgrounds that we've been to. We really enjoyed it. And you also mentioned here that like they bring in food trucks a couple of nights a week. I mean, that, that's some, I mean, that's just so cool that they, I had no idea. Yeah, uh, the first night that we got there, they had the food trucks up there at the marina. <clears throat> and at the marina that first night, when, <laughs> again, I Googled instead of looking at my Disney Experience app to see what time the fireworks were. And uh, you can see the fireworks at the marina, which is at the very uh, top end where you catch the boat transportation to the Magic Kingdom. And it's great. They t- pipe in the music and you don't get to see like the really low fireworks, but you can see all of the higher fireworks. And we also stayed out there uh, two nights and watched the electrical uh, water pageant out there, which was something I can remember seeing. On my I first say, yes, I said that's perfect for you. That is perfect. I mean, full circle right there. That is yeah. so. Oh my gosh, how cool! Is that? Oh man, you have me wanting to like go get a, one of those pop up trailers and like head south, like hook it up to my Jeep. I mean, that'd be perfect. Like this would be so fun. Okay, so I know you guys were down there as just a couple on this trip, and that that was probably mm-hmm. a hoot. Um, but I would imagine as I, as I picture this and what I've seen when I've spent some time over at Fort Wilderness and run and gone over for meals, 
you know, this would have been my dream as like an eight-year-old kid or an 11-year-old kid because I could have seen, you know, my family going down, renting a cheap trailer, you know, staying in the cabin if they really wanted to splurge or something like that. But, you know, just like bringing your bicycle from home. You know, mm-hmm. like, how cool would it be to ride? Because, I mean, the thing is, I would probably have as much fun riding my bike around the Fort Wilderness campground, swimming there, going to the settlement trading post and eating it, you know, getting something at Crocker, Crockett's Tavern or going to Trails Inn for dinner and playing on the playgrounds, going to the marina. I mean, I've said all that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you got all the theme parks and water parks and mini golf and all that stuff. But I mean, just tooling around on my bike would have been a ton of fun as a kid. I'm sure you saw lots of families just having a blast. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that's one reason why they don't want you riding your vehicles around there. Instead, they want you to use the golf carts because there are lots of children out playing in the street, just like any campground that you go to. You have to be careful with the kids out. They have their skateboards out. They yeah. have their bicycles. Um, it's it's great. It's a great family place to take your kids and they can run free, you know, in your little loop right. without you having to worry about them that much. And they have a huge, huge uh, playground area that's over there near the marina that uh, our friends of ours that were camping there the first two nights, their kids went over there and absolutely loved it. So it, it's really it's really made for families. It's really fun. Yeah, and it, like we've, my kids have played on that playground many times, waiting at uh, Trails End uh, ADR. <laughs> like we, we've taken a boat over too early. Like I gotta get out of the Magic Kingdom. It's a nut house. We're going over. We're gonna get. Just you can play on the playground. I'm gonna sit in a rocking chair, and we're all gonna be happy. And <laughs> so that's what. You, that's how you can escape it. It is so chill over there. It's just relaxing. It's it is. That, and that's what's funny about Fort Wilderness. And you know, we gotta wrap because we're getting short on time. But the thing is. It feels like it's a world away. And literally, if you were looking on a map, you're probably less than two miles from like the hub in the Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, from bird's eye point of view. But man, it feels like a million miles from, from all the hubbub of everything. It's crazy. Yep. It is. It, it really is. It takes you away from it. And especially if you want a, a break from uh, being at Magic Kingdom, it's a great place yes. to <laughs> just take the boat ride and go back to your campsite and kick back and relax. Yes, that's a Black Diamond tip there for Disney fans. Got to get out, get on a boat over to Fort Wilderness. It's it's tranquil. Well, Sherry, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to come on the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, you had me hankering for some uh, grilled burgers and uh, fried chicken and uh, to get in a golf cart or something. It's going to be fun. So thanks for uh, enlightening us on this. It was a lot of fun. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I enjoy your podcast. I sure appreciate that so much. Thank you. Well, hey, don't forget today's show, as always, brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. We're standing by right now to help you plan an amazing trip. Hey, if you want to camp, we can do that, too. Just drop by themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who support the show each and every month. We could not do this without you. You help us put out three to four shows all around the world each and every week. And our patrons get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. This past week, I talked about some of my crazy teaching stories. Yes, one time I took my second graders to get ice cream on the second to last day of school. I got sunburned on top of my head earlier in the day, passed out in somebody's front yard. My buddy had to take my kids back to school. I had to ride back with the principal. It was ugly, It was, but I tell the whole story. So I'm telling you, you're missing out if you're not getting those stories. Not that they're important, they're not, but they're kind of fun. So if you want to get in on that, come on over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give me a follow on the social media. would love to talk to you this week. I'm at be our guest Mike on uh, Instagram and Twitter. 
You can also subscribe and follow the show on Facebook and YouTube. So, you know, when we go live, just search for the Be Our Guest podcast. And finally, join us this Sunday night for the next Be Our Guest podcast live call-in show. It's you, me, and Scotty G. Join us Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll be taking your calls and talking Disney. So we are going to be putting a chair out for you. All right, time to get on with your week. Thanks so much for starting this week with us here on the show. For Sherry down in Tennessee, who fortunately we dodged the storms. I'm Mike in St. Louis wishing you a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.